Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Top secret military prison We're done here. No, you're not. You booked in two more high-security assets last night. Signing them out would be your job. Target in place. Commence extraction. Name on the manifest is Rick. Name tag says Max. You want to explain that? Arm the charge. Get out! Priority is the target in sub-block D. Find them. Somebody wants you dead. Hey, listen to me. Do what I say. Kill them before they kill you. Who the hell are those guys? Shadow Guys, ex-special forces. Cross is an operational genius. Manning's a weapons expert. <laughs> Having fun yet? Open all the doors in G-Block. You can't do that. That sector house is high-risk detainees. Fresh meat. I am so gonna enjoy this. No game. This isn't about good guys and bad guys anymore. Steven Seagal. Steve Austin. Time to lock it up. It's my game now. Maximum hey, conviction. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned From, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Man, that trailer makes this movie almost look good. Right? Jesus. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. Uh, but the movie we watched was Maximum Conviction from 2013. Oh, Steven Seagal and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, how could you go wrong? Steve's on Steve's. Steve on Steve action. Can't, can't hate on that. <laughs> <laughs> What's better than one Steve? Wait a minute. Two Steves. How meta have we gotten? It's Steve <laughs> reviewing Steve on Steve action. <laughs> if only the director was named Steve. No. <laughs> and the show has hit a new low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first. Be- oh, I am not sober enough to review this movie, Steve. Get well, us a beer. Well, we're only at partial conviction. Um, <laughs> our first beverage for the evening comes from <clears throat> Anchor Brewing. It's their Anchor Gold. Mm. Which is a golden ale. A beautiful cobalt blue can with gold lettering. Mm-hmm. This is a very pretty can. So here we go. Break. Pop. Oh, my top. 
Ooh, nice Ooh. little foaminess out there. Do I need to suck some Four. head? Nope, got it. Mmm. Ooh, that Ooh. is a nice golden ale. That is a crystal clear beer. It's got a nice like straw color to it. A little bit of an off-white home. Lots of big frothy bubbles. Mm, frothy smells bubbles. really nice and sweet. Steve's going in for the taste. Oh no! No, the look on his face! Ah! No, actually, it looks like he's enjoying it. Look on his face is pure ecstasy. No, um, yeah, it's a nice light beer. Mm -hmm. yeah, Free malt forward. A little bit of a hop profile, but not too much. Almost. Yeah. Almost like, a almost, like a, almost like a sweet lager. Yeah, four uh, percent alcohol by volume, so on the lighter end, which is good because we got a busy night. Yeah, uh, <laughs> still illegal in Utah. Mm. Mm hmm. So maximum conviction. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, currently streaming on Netflix. If you're interested, um, yeah, of course stars. This movie sounded so much cooler than it ended up being. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yes, the uh, the synopsis is uh, when former black black ops operative Cross, played by Steven Seagal, and his partner Manning, played by Stone Cold Steve Austin himself, because he said so, um, are assigned to decommission an old prison. They must oversee the arrival of two mysterious female prisoners. Uh, before long, an elite force of mercenaries assault the prison in search of the new arrivals. And as the true identities of the women are revealed, Cross realizes he's caught in the middle of something far bigger than he had imagined. Dun 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 la 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 la. Uh, comes from director Keone Waxman. Who is he, Steve? Well, uh, Keone, not Keanu, Keone. Um, started off, I guess, uh, the first noble thing was an Anna Nicole TV movie starring Willa Ford in 2007. <laughs> and then since... Whatever happened with her? <laughs> right. Ooh. Uh, and then since 2009 has made movies titled The Keeper, Hunt to Kill, a uh, couple episodes of True Justice, uh, this, Maximum Conviction, Force of Execution, Mercenary Absolution, Cartels, End of a Gun, and Contract to Kill. Wow, I'm not going to lie, this guy's really good at putting titles on his movies. He is. Uh, any guesses who the star of each of those movies has been? Ooh, is it Stone Cold Steve Austin? Close. It's the other guy, Steven Seagal. Oh, at least it's he, a Steve. He seems to be Steven Seagal's uh, personal director. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, the, the titles of these movies are fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, alright, we got a title, now what? <laughs> right. <laughs> All uh, right, I have an idea. It's called Jingle All the Way, and we have Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's all I got right now. All right, all right, all right. Give me, give me, give me a week. Uh, you have twelve hours. Oof. But you also have unlimited uh, eats over at the Chinese place across the street. How do you feel about Sinbad? Yeah, no, Sinbad's still a thing, right? <laughs> the kids like Sinbad, right? He's like a sailor or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get that rumor started. <laughs> you did that sailor movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kazam! <laughs> That's a rumor we should get started. <laughs> Let's get on that. <laughs> wait, wait. Did we just decide the jingle all the way is the root of all evil? <laughs> so, maximum conviction. <laughs> <laughs> How many minutes are we in? <laughs> uh, also stars Michael Paré. Uh, Steve? He was in Streets of Fire. Yeah, he in, was back in the eighties, and yeah, he was. not a whole lot since. He wore a duster. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> the duster Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Steve. <laughs> Movies where the main characters wore dusters. I like this list. Lots to come up with it. This list is good. It would be. Per I feel like this list is perfect for our uh, our podcast. I like it. 
We went Dust Devil and. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, now I was just gonna say Renegade, but that was a TV series. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie with Keanu Reeves? <laughs> That's true. Face off. Maximum conviction. <laughs> to bring you back once again, because we were on a schedule. <laughs> Thoughts? Oh, this movie sounded so much cooler than it ended up being. It really did, yeah. I was Uh, really excited about this being a fun, bad movie. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Steven Seagal in a movie together about female inmate, high-profile female inmates in a men's prison being broken out by an unknown force. This movie sounds fucking awesome. It does. I'm just in with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That motherfucker is charismatic as fuck. It's true. I I, I used to listen to his podcast uh, until he started telling the same stories again and again. And I got kind of bored with it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's funny. He's Texan through and through. Yeah, and it shows in this. <laughs> it's a lot of fucked up motherfuckers out there. <laughs> a lot of fucked up motherfuckers out there in the airplanes. By the way, if you guys haven't heard it, look up uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Adam Carolla show doing a, uh, a TSA announcement. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we just summed up the entire plot of the movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, yeah, it starts Seagal off kind of looks slow. really fat in this movie. He, he does, unfortunately. Yeah, see what Seagal... He, uh, he looks like the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> rebel, rebel. Wait, 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 see what Seagal. Rebel, rebel. He has an oh amazing catch accent. accent. Yeah, I... I'm sh- I, I wonder, I'm sure he doesn't have it in real life. Even though I know he like was a sheriff down in like Jefferson Parish in Louisiana or whatever. I think it's one of those things that he... He lived down there, so he's decided he has one, even though he probably doesn't really. You know, like when people go to, uh, when they do their travel abroad for four months in England and come back with an English accent? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) I may be a little drunk still, but weren't you American? (laughs) (laughs) No, in that flashback, were you British or American? (laughs) Go watch Bojack Horseman. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, he has a little Louisiana accent, and it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, but it, kind it's, of? it's supposed to be set in, like, what, Kentucky or Louisiana or something? Something like know. that, yeah. yeah. I'm I sure it was know. shot in Vancouver or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, the Trojan horse. So, <laughs> the way the mercenaries get in is through a Trojan horse. Not exactly, but a it's truck. a dump truck that says Troy... Uh, waste management or something like that and has a picture of a Trojan horse on the side. I was hoping it was a reference to Castor Troy. <laughs> right. Or, or or Pollux Troy. I really don't care which Troy brother. Indeed. Hell, it could be their mom, Troy. Well, like, uh, Troy brothers? Mama, Troy brothers waste management. Mama Troy! <laughs> <laughs> Played by Kathy Bates. I <laughs> want to see that movie. Oh my god, make that movie. How the Troy brothers became so evil. The face-off prequel. <laughs> wait, wait. Character actress Margot Martindale is doing the voice of Mob Eagle in the new uh, DuckTales reboot. She could be their mother. Uh, it, that is definitely a possibility. <laughs> okay, maximum conviction. <laughs> oh, thanks for getting me on track. I was going to wait for it off there for a bit. <laughs> uh, this is our life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to every conversation. Yeah, so yeah, so they get in waste management, and there's a crusher thing. Well, they're, they're, they're they're pulling the garbage out of the garbage, the trash compactor, oh, okay. which would make sense. So that big okay, fa- okay. that big square thing that he backed up to his trash compactor. You pour the trash into the trash compactor. You back pack it up into little cubes so you can get like seven times the amount of garbage into the garbage truck as you normally would be able to. Which, if you have a prison full of prisoners, you need a trash compactor. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Like I only know them because retail stores use them because you get a lot of boxes. 
A lot of boxes. But but the whole going through the trash compactor... They blew it up. Break it. They were in the back of the truck. Yeah. They set charges on the side of the trash compactor, and then they blew it up. That's why Stone Cold Steve Austin had to duck. The yeah. thing is, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the, the thing is, like, he wants to go home, but he accepted these two other inmates, and so he's in charge of them, so he has to stay. So he's, like, trying to get out as fast as he can. Yeah. He knows something's up with the truck, and that movie should have ended there. Yeah. Or it should have just been, like, a shootout from the truck. Well, yeah, that, that, that's exactly my point. Instead of them, like, obviously blowing their cover, like, like, blowing a hole in the wastebacker, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, all right, uh, yeah, we're all here, ready to go, blah, blah, blah. And then it's your like... Your name tag doesn't match your... Yeah, and then... The one on the roster. And then from there, it's like, open up things on the side, mow them down, blah, 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 or have them come out, and that's where the movie starts. As opposed to... Great. And then it's, all right, back out so we can get the guys out, and then fire, and... Oh, wait... Were there more people here a minute ago? Yeah, Are they then, hiding now? And then yeah, the truck stalled or wouldn't start or something. <laughs> yeah, and... a, lot of, a lot of stuff. All right, so the fighting, action scenes. The action scenes were well done. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, there there were like two of them where uh, whoever the cinematographer was for those two scenes went to, the, went to the Michael Bay school of, of oh, well, editing. And it's like, I genuinely cannot tell if this is Steven Seagal or the guy half his age and half his weight because this is edited so poorly. I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen those badass gifs of Seagal like flipping guys who are just basically doing cartwheels next to him or whatever. Yeah. But uh <laughs> But most yeah. of the scenes were pretty good. All of the scenes with Stone Cold in them were awesome. Yeah. yeah they had this really great running joke. So there are these two female prisoners that they take in for transfer. One of them actually is like in hiding because she has a whole bunch of information from the Chinese government and she's working with our government and this is like their way of transporting her without her getting killed. The other one is actually an assassin there to kill her. Yeah. Um, which, whoever uh, set that transfer up fucked up royally. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. But uh, there's this whole running joke where the assassin, where St- Stone Cold keeps saying that the assassin would make, like, an amazing uh, ex wife. Yeah. And I wish they had played that joke even harder because it was funny every time he did it. Yeah, they did. They, and, and they did do it three or four times. Yeah, no, so but they could have like really pushed that. Like, much, they're. I, there should have been a scene because there's a scene where she has like one, somebody's walkie and he's got a walkie and like they're overhearing each other's conversations there should have yeah. been a walkie conversation between the two of them where she's like oh when I see you I'll fucking kill you and he's like oh baby stop with the is pillow it, talk it, as long as you do the first part first and the second part or second like yeah like they're they they could have really made that a, even more enjoyable yeah they could have really had a good uh, like John McClane Hans Gruber kind yes, of yes that's forth, what I wanted but they didn't like Everything about this movie is like they have a cool concept and they didn't push any of it hard enough. Yeah, well, this entire movie should have been only pushed so harder. far you can push Steven Seagal. So a note on Steven Seagal: Was he borrowing Howie Lo- Howie Long's joints for this movie? I I, I think <laughs> you know it, they can't stay young forever, sweetie. I I may I have joints like that someday. Yeah. But then, then, but then we're gonna get to start cosplaying as like Ironsides. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Stephen Skull the Ironsides reboot. <laughs> Legs in the wheel, man. Or yeah, <laughs> it's Ironside, right? He was the detective in the wheelchair from the seventies. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Perry Mason. Or yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's what I thought. So no. <laughs> yeah, no, but. Seagal yeah. is Ironsides, huh? Yeah, he huh? solving crime. He's, he's from put on a few pounds, you know. He's, they got to cut it, so it's not like, you know. Obviously, that guy's just flipping when when 
Seagal touches his elbow or whatever, you know. His ponytail was ridiculous for this movie, right? Like, he's supposed to be, like, ex-Special Ops, Black Forces, whatever. Black Ops, Special Forces, whatever the fuck they are. He's supposed to be Supreme Badass who, like, took the took this uh, this easy job watching the Maximum Security Prison. Like, this is baby work for <laughs> yeah. him. That ponytail was not within character. I mean, it is within character for Steven Seagal, but not for this character they were attempting to set up. Yeah, Am I wrong? Yeah, like, I, think, I think that's the push. It's like, all right, Steven, uh, I just need to cut your hair. You can cut my hair over my old cold dead body. If you're going to set up a character like that, you have to go all the way. You have to go all the way. Ooh, Steven Seagal with a skin cap. How cool would that have been? Yeah. <laughs> or do a thing where it's like, oh, yeah, he's half... Ottawa and cutting their hair is bad luck or something. He's and his name is Samson. It, oh uh, yeah, shit! I, I feel like I, I feel like we're rewriting Brock the Samson. Here. The the reboot starring <laughs> I don't know Jean Claude on the Rock. <laughs> uh, yes! Oh my god! What's the Gravedigger up to? Or the the Undertaker? Undertaker. <laughs> the Gravedigger, I'm sure, is still driving at a monster truck rally near you. Steve, I want a movie where it's the Rock and the Gravedigger teamed up. I want the Undertaker driving the Gravedigger. No, 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 no! I want it to be the Rock and uh, the Rock and the Gravedigger, and I want it to be like a a, a kit car. What was that show with the talking car? Night Rider? Night, I want to be a Night Rider sequence. <laughs> but it's a monster truck. So, so what's the voice of the Gravedigger? Is it more Crypt Keeper or... No, no, like no. Vincent Price? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking we have to get some sort of like esteemed actor. Hmm. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Captain Jean-Luc Picard is the voice of the Gravedigger? Patrick Stewart? Would you like me to go ahead and engage the rocket boosters? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm about to jump three buses. <laughs> Steve, I made a movie. <laughs> That's great, beautiful. What's the title? Um, Maximum Grave Digging. <laughs> All right, coming next week. <laughs> yeah. me, give me a minute. Rome wasn't built in a day. I need a little time to come up with an awesome you title. You have 12 hours, <laughs> and how do you work some bad into this? <laughs> I will give you the movie, a title, and three sequels. <laughs> in exchange, you, you, I need a bucket of fried chicken and a keg of beer. <laughs> you just got yourself a full movie deal. So, you may notice we're not focusing too much on this movie. This movie did not deserve to be lot. focused on. Uh, Stone yeah. Cold is, is great in the scenes he has. I do like he built makes a uh, flamethrower out of a can of kitchen yeah, spray and uh, kind of cool lighting part. it on a stove. Uh, he does the thing where he shoots uh, an oxygen tank and takes a guy out and okay. flies across the room. That's a good scene. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Which scene. Which, part of the same scene. Yeah. That's all in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, there's a, uh, a lady cook in the prison who you're pretty sure is going to make it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, that was one death where it was like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> Everything else in this movie I don't care about. I actually kind of wanted everyone to be dead at the end except for Stone Cold. Yeah. And <laughs> what I wanted was for Stone Cold and the cook to like run off together. Yeah, like, well, this one's dead and she was going to be my ex-wife. What are you doing for the next three to five years? My husband's been dead for ten years. Did you drink? Double scotch on the rocks? Make it a triple. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk into the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> Roll crest. Yeah. <laughs> As we pan back from Seagal's weeping corpse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I just had a thought. Uh-huh. I don't think Steven Seagal... I, I can think of, only think of one movie where Steven Seagal has died. Oh, yeah? It was Executive Decision. You oh. remember that one he was in for like 10 minutes? Yeah. He was playing a stealth bomber or whatever. Anyway, spoiler alert on that one. It's uh, <laughs> 45 minutes in. Um, <laughs> Is it a spoiler if it happens in the middle of the movie? <laughs> that's like saying, uh, spoiler alert, Simba's dad dies in The Lion King. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Spoiler alert, Bambi's mom dies in the middle of Bambi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's right, your mom cut that part out. Oh my god, you guys, these eyes. He's looking at was. There was, there was the no, noise of the she, hunter, and no, then it went she directly just, you know to what? the river with the dancing birds. No, no, you, you were, you're right. I mean, they heard the hunter, and then his mom ran super, super fast, and she was so tired, she took a nap. You know, I, I was, was wondering, mistaken. I was on the, she was just napping, that's why she wasn't in the rest of the movie. Yeah, she's just, like, super tired. And she was like, you know what, your dad's a deadbeat dad, he can take you for a while. There's a little bit oh, of a custody battle. Oh, careful, boy. <laughs> <laughs> So they drop young Bambi off at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so dad can go by and pick him up. To, wow. To is this the, is the uh, wow, this is the uh, new age live action Bambi. <laughs> it's like Zootopia. But <laughs> <laughs> Your like mother Zootop- and I never really got along. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I left her for Vixen. So maximum conviction. <laughs> So would you recommend this movie, sweetie? Uh, no. I genuinely can't. Not because this is a bad movie, but because this is a boring movie. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I would recommend it if you're a big fan of WWE, and you like all those, like, John Cena, There are better Cole, movies. There are more fun movies. Alright, what, what, what is a Steven Seagal movie you would recommend instead of this? Under Siege? Give me 12 hours, a keg of beer, <laughs> and unlimited Chinese food, and... <laughs> Under Siege 2, Dark Territory? Yes. Alright, me too. <laughs> I would recommend watching that one. Yeah. <laughs> At least the final battle between him and Everett McGill, so that's worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's worth it. I would say, uh, oh, any of the Siege. Rambo sequels? <laughs> <laughs> it's not seems Seagal, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> I'm just saying, for the for a fun movie with lots of shooting and little to no plot. Why hasn't he been, like, the villain in Expendables yet? I'm assuming that... Uh, oh, no, you know why? I know why. Because uh, he is in a fight with uh, Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude, and they had Jean-Claude in it, so he said, I can't be in your franchise, because you had my Actually, different movie. Eh, whatever. Suck it up, Buttercups. Uh, <laughs> I, I can recommend a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah? Machete. Oh, Machete. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, and that's another movie where he does die. Spoiler alert, he's the bad guy in Machete. <laughs> you mean uh, Santos that, that, or <laughs> that movie that launched uh, Carlos Estevez's career? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's been making nothing but great movies since then. <laughs> Coming soon, 9-11, starring Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. Fact. Oh my god, is that a movie? That is a fact. I oh found god. that out this week. How do I not know about this movie? Because you live a blessed life is where it, I keep things like this okay, from you so, until it's So necessary. just out of curiosity, because there's a slim chance, not a high... <laughs> that it's coming on our podcast? No. <laughs> is it pre-2001 or post-2001? Sweetie, it's coming out, like, this September. Oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. Like, okay. they're editing it right now. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, if there was a movie made before 2001 called 9-11... That, there's a slim chance. You would assume it's about, like, Porsche, right? Yeah, yeah, What else would it be? Yeah. Uh, like, the 911 area code? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it it's like Reno nine one one, but like the <laughs> never forget. But Reno like the <laughs> but it's like the dramatized version of it. Like there there was a slim chance. Hey, you said yeah. Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. There was a chance it could have been like, oh yeah, in nineteen eighty four they made a movie called nine eleven. Yeah, that back back when they were even bigger, like late eighty eight <laughs> yeah. or something. I can yeah. see that. There, there was a slim chance. That's why I had to ask. I said it was very slim, but I had to ask. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. If you said it was like Iggy Azalea and, I don't know, <laughs> like somebody from One Direction, I'd be I- like, well, I- fuck. Iggy Azalea and Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, was that from like 1988? No. They no, weren't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Maximum Conviction. It's streaming. It's free. Check it out if you want. I, I can't recommend it, this. There's so many more fun movies. There's also like eight other Steven Seagal movies you could watch instead. You can let us know about them. Yeah, let's go watch some of those and see if they're less disappointing. Can't can do. Is there anything where he's running through a bayou? There has to be, right? I would think so. There, there's got to be a movie with him in an airboat. If there's one, or, wait, wait. or maybe he's uh, opposed to airboats because Jean Claude rode one in Hard Target. I just had a thought. Oh. How do we combine the South with crazy actors? We need a movie with Seagal and Cage. We we need two people with uh, (laughs) that are on house arrest in Louisiana. Why haven't Steven Seagal and Nicolas Cage been in a movie together? I don't know. Hollywood, if you love me, and And Steve's all around the world, (laughs) make this happen. You know what? Forget Hollywood, Louisiana. Let's make this happen. Oh my God, Louisiana, make it happen. Keone Waxman, if you're listening. <laughs> First off, huge fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make this happen, please. Oh, my God. Uh, I need another beer. How about you? I need more beer. All right. Well, from our Sierra Nevada Beer Camp selection, uh, this is a white IPA with yuzu, uh, brewed with coriander, nutmeg, and yuzu, which was uh, some sort of like Japanese rice or something. No, it's, right? a, it's a citrus. Oh, citrus. Oh, that's right. The, like, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. grapefruit kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. From Kiyuchi Brewery in collaboration with Sierra Nevada. Here we go. Oh, my top! This is part of our beer camp series and the pour. Yes, yeah, again, part of our beer camp series. We're still on that. This is a very clear beer. It it's is. kind of a medium white. light straw color, lots of white, excuse me, frothy, creamy. They said head. it was supposed to be white. No, it's, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's whiter than you are, babe. That's true. <laughs> Mm, you can smell the citrusy hops on it. it smells almost a little, yeah, lemony yeah. and grapefruity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of grapefruit on. Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, oh god! Ah, the face! No, it's contorting. Oh, wow. No, actually, huge. Yeah, it's really in good important. balance with like the hop. Excuse me, the hop character and everything on it's really nice. Good, like a little little pine to go with the citrus and yeah, really rounds out the balance. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I have to say, um, sorry, all my words are just kind of running together. It's really good. Yeah, this is very good. It's uh, it's hoppy, but not like overly powering. It's refreshingly citrusy, and like almost in a little bit of a bitter, like a bitter orange way. But yeah, like real bitter, kind of um, it's dry, spicy kind of finish to it a little bit. Yeah, but it's like very good. It's it's very delicate balance. This is a very well crafted beer. Yeah, good job, guys. Mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada and Kiyochi Brewery. Steve, can we go to Japan and try the Kiyochi Brewery? Why not? 
Uh, oh, by the way, I would like to make a note. I am drinking out of my Epic oh, Film yes. Guys podcast cup. Yes, Epic Film Guys. You can find them at epic, epicfilmguys.com and on the Podfix Network, formerly the Movie Pod Squad Network, formerly Movie Pod Squad now. Uh, yeah, Epic Film Guys. <laughs> the Check artist formerly known as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the network's going through some changes, but yeah, it's under Podfix Network and it's good. It's mostly movie uh, podcast, but they got a couple other... Uh, couple of like tv and other entertainment memes in there yeah and i uh i won this during the live stream for the cure which we helped out with to raise money for cancer uh you know because i mean cancer doesn't get enough funding (laughs) uh yeah i can't remember exactly i did we win one of the did i win a game or yeah i think we or was it because of my uh my awesome that's what she says comments (laughs) during their fish taco uh segment I like to think it was a combination. Of all the <laughs> if you need sarcastic and completely inappropriate comments added to your live stream, hit me up at Untidy Venus. <laughs> <laughs> it is things you would not expect a woman to say. <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's Fantastic Network and all the other uh, podcasts out there. Uh, listen to more podcasts. Don't stop listening to ours. Just listen yeah, to listen more. Listen to more. <laughs> you need them in your life. So, fun facts. Fun facts. are super fun facts. Because fun, fun facts. I really only got one. Part of the movie was filmed at a youth facility in Vancouver. Oh, hey, there we go. Vancouver. Uh, but production was kicked out as Man of Steel had come in to shoot there. Uh, so, ah. they, so, they moved production to shut down Asylum, which okay. doubled as the shutting down prison or whatever. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely did look like an asylum, like as far as oh, like yeah. all the like like it had like the whole waiting room area, or, like the security area. And... Yeah, I thought the corridors looked pretty narrow for a prison. Yeah, prisons yeah. tend to be have more open spaces because they're like trying to move large quantities of people typically. And I remember in the yard, like there was like a chain link fence, and I'm like, that's not gonna stop anything. It was <laughs> like a brick wall and then a chain link yeah. fence, but not like not the. Uh, the barbed wire you'd expect from a maximum security prison. So, uh, oh, okay. so this reminded me of another thing about this movie. There kept being this big thing that, like, they were in the middle of nowhere, so the cops couldn't help them, and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And seems like all even like went into town, and it was like a forty-five minute drive or whatever away. Yeah, and they said something like, it, "Cops are an hour away." Yeah, but however, when it showed the prison and mm-hmm. it like panned back, the city was literally like up against. It was the wall. against the wall. There were yeah. like houses up, like backed up to that wall. I don't know if that's supposed to be like the little city for like the guards' houses or something. Let's pretend but, it's but, like, yeah, but let's it was pretend. pretty huge. Like it was a couple thousand people could be yeah. in that old. Let's yeah. pretend like, and uh, okay. and that they just like live on property, there except you for you know San Quentin. I think has like twenty houses and. This prison had a couple thousand. And a little more. And a metropolis with a Cinemax. And, <laughs> or they, Cineplex. Uh, yeah. they, they had enough to have their own, you know, area code, zip code, and a post office. And a regional airport. No. <laughs> <laughs> International. They also do flights to, to Vancouver. So we also sent out a question to the Movie Pod Squad and everybody out there. Movie Pod Squad! And it was uh, basically, a battle royale breaks out. Every man for their self. Who wins the fight? And it was between Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis Rodman, Steven Seagal, and Stone Cold Steve Austin from our uh, last two episodes, those four. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, honey, I have watched the video of the Ultimate Battle of Ultimate Destiny, and um, you're missing the actual winner. Chuck Norris? No, don't you remember? Chuck Norris's head got squished between Batman's thighs. Was it Batman? 
No, Batman oh, yeah, got yeah. shot to death and then smushed by Godzilla. Do you remember who it was? No, he wears a green know. sweater. It was Mr. Rogers. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> In a blood stained sweater. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Ultimate, ultimate battle of ultimate destiny. This is the ultimate battle of ultimate destiny. However, <laughs> uh, we had 90 votes on this. Any guesses on who won, sweetie? I really hope it's Stone Cold. He was close. He had second second place with 33% of the vote. Mm. Uh, the winner, Mr. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, say, I feel like there's a lot of Jean-Claude love in our community. Uh, third place, Steven Seagal just beat out Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Uh, with 10% to Rodman's 7%. Wow. So not a lot of faith in uh, either of those guys. <laughs> Which is weird, because Dennis Rodman's a giant six foot eight professional athlete. Yeah, you but know? you take his knees out. Uh, same with... Oh, I just realized, like, all four of these guys are, like, in their 50s and, yeah. <laughs> like, have bad knees and stuff. So that'd be an interesting... Yeah. Ooh. Dennis Rodman just has bigger knees to take out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's it's like an eye level for Jean-Claude. Ah! <laughs> yeah, Seagal just kind of has to roll into town. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys can stop this rolling cannonball. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so some of the comments uh, in support. Because I also asked who wins the fight and how. And, and we have to give Jean-Claude's probably in the best physical shape of all of them. Uh, probably, yeah. He's 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 still making movies. He's still doing splits. <laughs> I think Stone Cold's probably second behind him as far as still in physical shape. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Stone Cold, I don't think ever probably really had the cardio on. Oh yeah, yeah he'll admit, and he says his knees are like all the shot. That's why, yeah. yeah. Uh, but bad films and good company at BFGC podcast said jumping, spinning roundhouse. Not even Danielson's crane kick can defeat that bad boy. <laughs> Hashtag JCVD. Agreed. Uh, David DeMoss at A-Y-T-I-W-S no idea what it stands for offhand uh, JCVD because he's the only one that has any real moves <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he also included with a little Jean-Claude dancing in uh, Bloodsport yeah. gif because those oh, wait, are awesome or was it the quest <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he was dancing in Bloodsport <laughs> by the way we were just going to have the Jean-Claude Bloodsport slash kickboxer slash quest slash Steve Doppelganger that, month is coming. Movie. Oh my gosh, it's true. <laughs> Doppelganger month is coming. <laughs> uh, who spiked the puns at Spike the Puns said, I'm not saying who I voted for, but I'll tell you who I didn't vote for. And it had a gif of Steven Seagal basically holding a guy's hand while he does a flip next to him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I totally did that. Uh, body Counts and Beer at Body Camp. Body count cast, sorry. JCV takes it with superior agility, flexibility, and if double impact is to be believed, there are two of them. <laughs> You're right. He wins simply because he can do the splits. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Home video hustle at HVH podcast. Check them out. Started listening to them. Uh, had to go with JCVD because without guns, I think everyone else is fucked. Uh, Steve Austin is second, though. Uh, just stunner the hell out of everybody. Stunner was his. <laughs> Yeah. Main wrestling move. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you watched it back in the day. <laughs> I know a little bit about wrestling. I had the Gravedigger stay at my house. <laughs> Let's see. Looking for, yeah, right. <laughs> I have the Undertaker try the Gravedigger. And... No, the Gravedigger, the, the monster your... truck, did live in my driveway for two weeks while my dad was working That's on it right. with one of its owners. That sounds super awesome. <laughs> I was the coolest kid in school for like two weeks. And then they remembered who I was. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, you don't have Gravedigger anymore? Hmm. Oh. 
Hey, you're just that weird girl. <laughs> yeah. Weird sexy girl. Oh. oh, I was not sexy back then. Uh, probably not. I was that weird chick with the when, pet rat. W- once you turned 18, you were sexy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> turned 18, it was just like, bam, look at these titties. Yeah. Uh, superiority <laughs> complex at Soup Complex. Uh, we're talking Steve Austin, the astronaut, right? And, of course, had a picture of the $6 million man. Yeah! Which, I think you could take him. <laughs> to this day, I think Lee Majors could probably whoop some. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he uh, definitely would, he'd leave some scars behind, if nothing else. Yeah, the rest were mainly a lot of gifts. Uh, one of them actually involving uh, Simon Phoenix saying Wesley Snipes could beat all their asses. Um, <laughs> it's Col- true. Colt 45 podcast, great podcast. Listen to them all day, every day. Uh, it says, sorry, Stone Cold Steve Austin all day and had a little stunner gift. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for your responses, guys. And, yeah, check out their podcast. This now, see, that is something to think collection. about. Was Jean-Claude just bounce right off of Steve Austin? Like, would he do a spinning uh, uh, spinning roundhouse <laughs> kick right. into Steve Austin's, like, massive chest and just bounce and just, right ah. off and fall to the ground? <laughs> Possibly. Because that's probably what happened if he tried to hit Seagal. I mean... Yeah, so you'd have to get really high up there to get to Austin's head, and that's where yeah. the trick is. Hmm. Yeah. There's only one way to find out. Okay, so remember that Seagal Nicolas Cage movie we were talking about? Oh, WWE, shit. let's make this happen. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> see if you can throw in LeVar Ball, too. That <laughs> I'd like to see a movie where Seagal and uh, JCVD go up oh. against each other. It'll yeah. never happen because, for whatever reason, they're angry at each yeah. other. Squash the beef, guys. You're you're both kind of has-beens, unfortunately. I, I mean, love you both, but just You know, I it. looked up their beef once, and... It was so stupid, I didn't even care to remember what it was about. Yeah. It was literally something like, one of them got a part that the other one wanted. Yeah, and then the other one wanted to be a villain, and so they both said, well then fine, I'm just not doing it, and then took their ball and went home. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they both have like, well, in the Expendables, I'm pretty sure everybody in the Expendables has a, I will not lose, or I cannot die and I cannot lose a fight in their contract. Yeah. It's very um, fast and furious. Of which them. is how come they always get the young, uh, the young WWE wrestlers in there yeah. to be knocked off first, <laughs> or or a guy like Eric Roberts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, look, I'm as in Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. I'm <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm taking those paychecks home. That's right. <laughs> I still get Dark Knight residuals. <laughs> I was in that movie for like four minutes. <laughs> oh, those residuals will keep coming. <laughs> Indeed. Honey, I feel like we have one more beer left. We do. Oh, and this is a good one. Uh, grab it over here. Oh, it's another Sierra Nevada one. Hey! Uh, we got this one from the Torpedo Room in uh, Berkeley, California. This is their barrel-aged Rye Dunkelweizen. Fuck yeah. 9.6%, and we got in this big, beautiful 32-ounce crowler. If you have never gotten a crowler, you need to go and find one. It is a can the size of a half crowler. Growler. It is a 32 ounce can. Yeah, it's awesome. And here we go. Oh, my top! You just hear the this, thunk? This puts uh, <laughs> tall boys to shame. Indeed. This, this is this is a Steve sized tall boy. My, yeah. hand, my hand fits perfectly with this thing. This is what the Steve, this is the beer that was created for you. Here this you is go, what I should have been drawing in class when uh, my teacher said that no human's hand was that big. Yeah. Yeah, your teacher sounds like a bit of a hack. <clears throat> Sorry. He also really liked how athletic your neck was. Well, I mean, it is athletic for a neck and all. <laughs> all right, this, this is a super dark beard. It's not quite pitch black. Uh, like ruby highlights on the side. Uh, I'm 
Are you getting ruby highlights or are they brown highlights? It's hard to tell. We don't have good light right now. The fog banks come in. Yeah. You can hear Caster Troy uh, causing a fit in the background. Cat, knock it off! Don't mm-hmm. sass me. Oh my gosh. This is fantastic. Oh, Steve loves a dunkle. This smells yeah. really good. You get a lot of the banana and clove yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, banana and clove, a little kind of like bubblegum kind of fill. I don't know. It's and weird. it's, you know, honestly, the rye kind of almost gives it like a barrel-aged aroma, like that kind of like vanilla and oak. It, it is barrel-aged. So oh, yeah, well, there you go. It's got vanilla, vanilla and oak. oak and so that, Damn, this is a good beer, Steve. It is fantastic. Oh, my God. There's a lot of vanilla notes on this. A little bit of bourbon-y notes on it. Yeah. Fantastic. If you've uh, I never definitely be- recommend you uh, try to find this anywhere you can. Yeah. you. Uh, if you've never been to Sierra Nevada Tap Room, they have one now in South Carolina, North Carolina? Uh, North Carolina, Mills North River. North Carolina, Mills River. Um, try and make your pilgrimage there. There's there's the tap room here in Berkeley. If you can make yourself out, get yourself out to San Francisco, you can take BART over. Um, our little Bay Area Rapid Transit, not just the BART Simpson. Um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, the one in Chico, which is the motherland, which is like goddamn Willy Wonka and the Beer Factory. That's true. Oh, we need to take the Beer Geek tour, the one do. where you get a, you get to leave with the growler. Let's do it. Oh my god! Let's do it right now, get your keys. Alrighty, I'll need to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that's right. No. <laughs> I'm only teaching summer camp to 84 kids. I don't. They don't need me. Bring them along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They need to see Chico? No. Yes, half of those kids could probably already know how beer is made. So yeah, this is my challenge to all those uh, podcasts over in North Carolina, like Colt 45 and Via VHS. And calling you out! Calling you guys out. Go to Mills River, check out Sierra Nevada Brewery if you haven't already. Try all their beers. Yeah, There's probably 20 of them on tap there. Oh, they're <laughs> fucking fantastic. And then just hit us up. And don't You're be welcome. a pussy about the hops. No, Don't be like, no. oh, it's so happy. They, actually, listening to their podcast, they actually drink some pretty good beer once in a while. Oh, good. Because I know sometimes uh, I've heard rumor that some East Coasters get a little pussy about hops. That's yeah, true. But, yeah. <laughs> not, not our crowd. Not our crowd. Squad. What, what? <laughs> but, what, what? Right. So, what, what? <laughs> so what did we learn from Maximum Conviction? Um, I learned that Stone Cold Steve Austin is a weapons expert and can light anything on fire. It's true. I learned the title of a book or movie is everything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I also learned that uh, Stone Cold's just a guy looking for his next ex-wife. He's a guy who wants to be in love. It's true. It's true. In fact, I dare say that he's much like uh, your buddy Scott, who has been on this podcast before. <laughs> he's just looking for his next ex-lover. It's true. Shout yeah. out to Scott. Be- best of luck to Scott and Stone Cold. <laughs> May you find that ex you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's still on just on the starter wife. You gotta hurry That's up, right. honey. Got you gotta start. Up to do. I mean, we gotta make a bunch of money first so we can have that really loud, spectacular uh, divorce that's in all the newspapers. That's right. Ooh, seven digit divorce filing. Yeah. Like McCartney and shit. Anyway, until next time, <laughs> I'm Steve. <laughs> and I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Steve, I'm excited to get drunk on this beer. Oh, my God. Chug, Uh, chug, chug. Chug, chug, chug.